everyone. Welcome back for another episode of Investigating Mars. Today we will be talking about episode three from season two, Cheaty Cheaty Bang Bang. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Malika. I'm Naomi. I'm Yvette. And we have no guest host today, so we will get right to this and let's have our episode summary. All right. Beaver hires Veronica to investigate his stepmother, Kendall, who he believes is cheating on his dad and planning to clean him out, but both are shocked by what they discover. Meanwhile, Wallace begins dating Jackie against Veronica's advice. The Roan. That's going to be an interesting conversation. Uh, Um, Okay, so the way I have this broken down is a plot is the the main case, um, Beaver hiring Veronica the uh kendall and logan all of Mm -hmm. that stuff um b plot is the dead guy with veronica's name on his hand all right and c plot is titled romance so we have keith and alicia and wallace and jackie Uh, (laughs) i I have it all right but i have that last one labeled is alicia keith stuff jackie (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I think nice. under friendships, old and new. There you go. <laughs> AKA Naomi rants about Pride and Prejudice. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay, let's start with our A plot. Veronica joins the FBLA and Dick Sr. comes to speak. His name is Mr. Dick and Beeve. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is way too much. Uh, the the thing that that sort of scared me about the scene was when I realized that they were eating lunch during this and so my first thought was does this mean that there's no more outdoor lunchroom but the outdoor lunchroom came back so I guess this is like a once a week club or something but I was scared I thought thought it was an outdoor yeah, I thought it was like an after school thing because I was like, why are they eating during this class? So I thought that maybe um, it was an after school club. I, I think, yeah, it's a club. I think it's after school. I believe that was what I that's where I went. Anyways, I think so, too. It is very weird that they're all eating. But yeah, and it's it's not like snacks. It is like an actual meal that they are <laughs> eating. Yes. So that's why what I figured I, it was happening during lunch. What I think is so funny is that I have, like, I noted that, and I was like, oh, no one's going to mention it. And we're all like, what were they eating? When are they eating it? <laughs> why were they eating? <laughs> What's the going on? Meal? <laughs> and why did Logan waste that entire burrito? <laughs> Nobody eats on TV, Jimmy. You know that. They just look at it, and they pick at it. And they leave and they coffee push it cups. Around. Yeah, and they leave coffee cups just sitting there. You can't. You get yelled at if you eat food that while you're being recorded, because then when they come back to you later and your plate ha- has less pasta on it than it did the first time, continuity is ruined and, and you get yelled at. So that I heard that, um, <laughs> I'm not going to say the show or whatever, but there was an actress who you would not believe eats anything like, cause she's, you know, really thin and whatever, but apparently she was in a dinner scene and she just kept on eating off the plate and kept on eating up the plate and then the, it was all gone. <laughs> and I was like, where did all that food go? Because you know it was more than one take, but it's funny you should say that. I'm sh- she got in trouble. Well, yeah. you know. And, and there's also the idea that prop food might not necessarily be edible. Right. Um, it might I, be I, something else. I was, That's true. I was an extra for a 
um, an in concert with. And so they set it up like this club and we all had pasta on our plates. Pasta that was made three days before. Cool. It still looked fine. Mm -hmm. And they they went through and they put the tomato sauce, like the pasta was made three days before. And they put the sauce on it right then and there. It was cold sauce. It looked great on camera. (laughs) Nobody was going to eat that. No. Nobody. Well, I was in, my my first degrees in dietetics and we did this whole food science and food prep thing. And I know way too much about food and movie food to to turn people's stomach and how they do things for commercials. But (laughs) that would be a tangent. Yeah, I'm to avoid <laughs> yes, it would. Okay, so Beaver hires Veronica to find out if Kendall is cheating. Sorry, sorry, it's Cassidy. No, he's oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's Cassidy. Beaver. It's, it's, it's Beaver. It's like, <laughs> come on, let's be real. Also, I I came up with a non-shipper name for Veronica and and uh, cardboard. Uh huh. I'm calling them Vonut. Phone it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Very nice. <laughs> like Sorry. I said, I didn't know if there was an actual shipper name for that. <laughs> I didn't think they existed. <laughs> they don't exist, Heidi. Every the fandom is in denial. No one wants that ship. Yeah. That and we wouldn't be shipping it. We wouldn't be shipping that train. Exactly. No. no shipping that train. We're we're, but, we're sinking that ship and that train. <laughs> yeah. That train is one of the rusted out trains that's like covered in graffiti and just parked somewhere with weeds growing out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Anyways, right. uh, Veronica googles Kendall, which wow. I thought was entertaining. That was. <laughs> Except it's not Google; it's Planet Bowie. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we get all the pictures of Charisma Carpenter. And... Yeah, that was fun. I like that. Yeah, she looks so good. She just isn't. <laughs> She's an amazingly looking woman. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Veronica follows follows Kendall throughout her day and catches her at a hotel with a man. Uh, yes. Okay. Could she have been any less conspicuous? <laughs> well, that's yeah. a whole point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to hang here behind this wall with my big, huge camera. And it doesn't matter that other people can see me. I'm just going to keep taking pictures. Or just sit in my car with my big, huge camera. I know. She was also three steps behind Kendall walking into the gym with a camera in her hand. I was like, what the heck? I think the idea is that Kendall is not the brightest bulb. Oblivious. Oblivious, yes. Mm -hmm. Well, it it is um, shown perfectly when... Veronica goes to talk to her and taps her shoulder and she just sees her talking and her music's going. It doesn't matter what else anybody else is saying. She's a little person. She's got her, her butt to worry about, Miami. That's right. That's just to right. be in her burn zone. Bigger things to worry about than people following her with cameras. <laughs> um, so the shot of Veronica in the car taking the picture, that is actually like a pretty iconic shot from the show. Um, I believe that is one of the images being used on the t-shirts that the Kickstarter backers are getting for the movie. It seems familiar, even though this is like, I feel like we've seen this before, Mm -hmm. even though I've been avoiding everything. So I can believe it. I actually was wondering if it was like a similar shot in this, in a different episode. Wasn't it in the, wasn't it 
in the credits of season one? I thought so. That's a weird thing. It, I might, wasn't... it might be the one from the Camelot in the pilot. This oh, one is, like, I of. think, better lit. Oh, okay. So it is slightly different. Like, Veronica's hair is different. And, oh, okay. But, yeah, there is one like that, and I think it's from the pilot. Okay, okay. I was like, guys, I, I know we've seen a, a very similar shot, uh -huh. uh, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, this one is, is used a lot. So, like, I mean, obviously don't do this, but if you Google Veronica Mars images, it's like one of the ones that's just everywhere that pops up. So, I want to Google. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you Don't even not. start with me. <laughs> All right. Um, so Veronica gets those pictures, but Beaver wants the money shot. And Kendall did swap the her gym bag so that's interesting i wonder what like you know what she's all about because i i honestly don't think she's having an affair with that guy because obviously we know the guy that she is having an affair with so i wonder like is that her poor brother that she's you know funding it's, money for or i don't know he's yeah. he's the he's the the assessor dude Oh, yeah. duh. Oh, sorry. You guys, I just watched this episode <laughs> once and half of it was in my car. So, excuse. No, Malika, I didn't get it either. Like, that was going to be one of my big questions. Like, what is she doing? I don't get it. Yeah, no, she's, she's, she's bribing him. The, the, the gym bag is full of money. Yeah, I got something. that part. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah, yeah it was, she's bribing him, but I didn't know why. Or It, it was for the scam. Okay. Yeah, so that he doesn't rat out. Mr. Casablancas. Right, right. And so he files the paperwork that says the property is worth more than it actually is. Uh -huh. Very good. You can't trust that, Dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this case is kind of complicated. It uh, it gets into a whole bunch of business stuff, which I'm just like, huh? Yeah, like, I, I, my eyes did a lot of glazing over. Yes. Well, they're so talking like, about stocks, and I'm like, yeah. okay. It's like I called him Tricky Dicky. That's the big one. That's the big dick. The other one's too stupid to be a trick to be tricky. That's, that's why I have my eye on Beave. I think that he gets it from his father. I, yeah. I also nicknamed the company that they that they are running um, Daddy Dick and Beave Inc. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So many phallic jokes. It just just keeps coming. I'm never going to stop as long as... <laughs> no. <laughs> they obviously did it for a reason, so, you know, why not just uh, keep on going with it? Yeah. So, so Mr. Pope, the uh, teacher that is in charge of their FBLA club, tells them that he's going to retire soon, and he explains a whole bunch of things about stocks and stuff and who knows what that was about? But basically, he has made a lot of money investing in Casablanca Industries. Yes. So as soon as I mean, this is just like any kind of movie or any kind of TV show, where the person says, "I'm going to retire tomorrow," and then you know <laughs> that's the beginning, and we all know that it's never going to happen. And that's how I felt for this. I'm like, please, you're not. You're not going to be rich. You're going to be poor. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're either going to be poor or you're going to die. That's, that's usually the two ways that that works out. And I prefer they die. I don't like stories about people getting poor. <laughs> Better dead than poor. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love 
your sound effects. <laughs> I love them so much. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, that's a great sound bite, Malika. <laughs> um, okay, so, so Duncan and Logan get into a fight, and it turns out that it's not totally about Veronica. I, I although, go. although my headcanon was confirmed with the fact that um, when you know the, the nurse says, oh, whoever you're fighting over wouldn't be impressed, and Logan comes back with, yes, she would, and turned on. I was like, yes, yes, I know. I know I've been saying that, so thank you. I don't understand what spurred the fight. Like, the, I mean, the comment of the plugging of the boat... And then all of a sudden they were fighting. And I was like, I mean, I understand that they're fighting because they're angry at one another in general. But I was like, that's what caused the fight? Did I, did I miss something? <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, he looks straight at Duncan and says, that's because you didn't plug her right the first time. I mean, it, it's your, your significant other's ex saying that you are a bad lover. Uh, oh. <laughs> I even rewound it twice, and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I just thought this scene was, like, really badly written. Like, I can't imagine anybody actually being like, where were you all summer? Like, I just, it seems so, un like, unsubtle. I don't know if that's a word, but I don't know. It just, like, hit me the wrong way. Like, that people would just actually tell each other what they're thinking on television? Because that never, ever it happens. <laughs> that's probably yeah. the problem. It never happens. Yeah, I, the whole thing was a little uh, weird for me, and yeah, but you know, we got we got the we got the stinging you know tears from Logan. Yeah. That, I don't know that, but I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know we always feel bad for Logan, but I still feel bad for Logan. It's like. Yeah, I kind of get Duncan's side of it. Like, you know, your dad killed my sister. But well, Duncan didn't. Kill him. I, I know, but I, I can see it from Duncan's perspective. But I can also see it from Logan's, where, okay, everybody's gone. I mean, I assume that, that, that Donut's probably more upset that Logan was dating Veronica yeah. during that summer than it I was so about uh, the fact that Aaron killed Lily. I mean, I'm sure that that was a factor, but I'm sure the larger factor was that he didn't want to look at them together. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and now, in turn, Logan has to look at the two of them together every day, and it's disgusting. Agreed. It's completely disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> See? I get what Logan's saying. Um, I think it's just boring. Okay. That's, yeah. Ugh. Um, okay, so Veronica goes to the gym and switches iPods with Kendall. And and this was the thing that confused me, because, like, the first time through watching it, I really just sort of watch, and then the second time through, I analyze. And so mm -hmm. the first time through, I'm like, oh, she swapped the iPod. But then the second time through, I watched it, like, really watched it, and I can't figure out, like, how... She swapped the iPod. She didn't actually, like, there was no switching of iPods there. Like, the one that Kendall gave her was the one that Veronica gave her back. And I, 
Okay. No, because what? she kind of she kind of like mixed them up Juggled in her hands, like pulled the headphones out, switched them in her hands, and then plugged the headphones back into the same one that was in the position before in her hand. Except the one that she had that was supposedly had the camera on it was plugged was uh stuck to the cord, and she never does anything with that cord. So she she pulled them. She must have pulled hers off the cord when Kendall pulled them hers off the cord like the the one around their necks all all of a sudden i feel like we're playing that game where you put the ball under the (laughs) under the cup and you watch yes (laughs) except the ball is attached to a string that's hanging around your neck (laughs) it doesn't work and it plays awesome songs (laughs) yeah well anyway she must have pulled it off at some point because she did give her the ipod yeah that had the camera so yeah. Um, okay, so then Veronica is still following Kendall and stumbles upon the Sandpiper Hotel, which is not so fabulous. <laughs> I think I it took they... me several times to get this. Oh, I knew I knew when they were showing us at the beginning that when they were showing us that brochure specifically uh-huh. that it that it was important. But when we got to the Sandpiper Hotel it wasn't until a little later that I was like, oh, oh, that's the hotel in the brochure that's, like, huge. No. Yep. Okay, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Like Real I said, it took me forever <laughs> to figure that out. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> this is how Veronica talks to Mr. Pope and tells him pretty much uh, what she found out. And... He's not going to sell his stock because, as Buffy would say, that would be wrong. Can can I nominate Mr. Pope for the most amazing person in Neptune Award? I mean, seriously. Like, if you look at at the way people act and what they do, I think, like, maybe he comes in right below Keith. But honestly, he is, like, the, the most amazing person in that town. Everybody else is just horrible and they're greedy and they're selfish and and then here he is he's like no i can't sell those because someone else would have to buy them well and i know he also oh, couldn't he also awesome. go to prison for having yes. forehand knowledge is that what martha stewart went to prison for i think i but insider trading um you so don't you usually make make money off of that well, well yeah he but, would yeah he would have made money had he sold all the yeah. stock before uh, okay. Before Veronica actually, you know, went to the SEC, oh, yeah. but um, I think insider trading only counts if it's someone within the company yep. that has oh, the knowledge. Say, I'm not sure if it, like a teenage um, teenage girl counts. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, I think I, I think it has to be somebody who has intimate knowledge of the company giving you a tip. Okay. I don't think that she counts. So he actually was just a really good guy. Because I, I thought maybe this... he knew, you know, well, I could actually get arrested for that. I, I like to think that I have um, a, a lot better morals than most of the people on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope that we all do. <laughs> but I think I would, I, I'm pretty sure I would have sold the stock. <laughs> yeah, me too. Maybe yeah. spread it out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would have totally sold it in like a second. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like when uh, when Carmen didn't push the button, it's like... Oh no, you totally pushed the button and <laughs> and released that video. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, let's see. Then we have a weird karaoke scene. Yeah, this is thank bizarre. You. Thank you. I hated this scene so much. It made no sense in the context of what was going on. I don't understand why that one guy was singing that like song and that lady looked like she was like in love with him all of a sudden. I was wondering, like, you know how they used to have scenes of the bronze where, you know, they'd, they'd feature said actor or said, you know, upcoming artist. I was wondering mm -hmm. if it was one of those, but I, it no. may be like, I don't remember, but now it's just like, okay, I, I'm what's going on here. Was the episode too short? <laughs> it was very, it was so unmarsy like. Yeah. And I, I was just figuring that they were trying to make, Jabba the Hut, which is a, like a, a kind of awesome name for a coffee place, but they were trying to establish it as like the artsy coffee house where karaoke happens. And... Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm, yeah. It was just so I, I, it's, long. It's so funny that you started <laughs> saying earlier about the bronze because my next note is Jackie shows up with another with another dude at the bronze because I couldn't <laughs> as I was. <laughs> 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 we can call it the bronze, it's fine. No, the, the thing that I was hoping for, that I was figuring for that karaoke scene, was you've got the one guy who's singing a love song to the girl, and then the, the second guy gets up and he's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool, and he starts his little talk, and I was like, oh, is this one going to go out? It's like they're both dating the same girl, and this is going to end very, very badly, but then it didn't. And I was like, that's... <laughs> It, it it began badly and it ended badly. Right. <laughs> it was pointless. My note is, what karaoke book in the world has I Dream of Jeannie with the light brown hair? <laughs> None of them. There is no karaoke book that has that. I'm sorry. Well, now, now this is a quest. Now you're going to have to find it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had to bring that himself. All right, moving on from that weird scene um so veronica was showing beaver the pictures and they were loading and then she left and we'll talk about that in a minute um but beaver sees the picture of logan come up as it loads and veronica comes back to find beaver not there and the picture on her laptop I, my note here is just why did she leave the laptop with beaver like <laughs> Well, she had to go of all people, <laughs> all people, Beaver, really, really, Veronica. My, my note was, why didn't she load the pictures before she met with? Well, yeah, yeah. That way, you know you what you're say, walking instead into. Of, instead of bringing him two thousand pictures, you could say, yes, here's the one picture you want. Uh -huh. Give me my thousand dollars, like she did the first time with the other pictures. Yes, and where was my money shot of Logan? <laughs> <laughs> Where was my he money shot of the money? Over the camera and threw it away. Yep, that's why you didn't get it, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> so Veronica is trying to find either Beaver or Logan the following day, and she has a funny little conversation with Dick first. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty much my thoughts on yeah, that conversation. Okay. All right. And then she calls Logan, but Kendall blocks him from answering. And we get the return of the the thought of the day. Yay. Yes. 
But yes, Logan's thought of the day. I, I was going to quote that, but then I decided not to. So if anybody else has it, you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So then Veronica goes to Logan's house and kind of and gets in how walks through the front door. Apparently she well, did tell him to lock his doors at the end. So I guess I, I thought that um, I thought he was at the guest house. No. Right? Like, she rang the front door, and there was no answer, so she goes and looks in the driveway and walks past his car. No, because And then goes in somewhere to find him. When she comes out of his bedroom, she is in the hallway with all of the movie posters. Okay. That's the main house. So she just came in the back door then? Yeah. Something? Okay. Yeah, and that was definitely his room, because it wasn't as nicely decorated. Like, it didn't have the, you know, all of the... Aaron Eccles grossness in it. Well, quite yeah, frankly, I don't know why Logan would want to go in that guest house um, ever again. Ever, ever again. again. Yeah. I, I'm surprised he hasn't sold the house and moved. Yeah. Yeah. He may not. Uh, what did they call it in the last episode? The Casa de la Killer? Yeah, he may not actually own the house. That's probably the issue. Well, yeah, I guess I, 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 I guess the murderer still owns the house, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does have his mom's money, so, like, he could, I guess, get something of his own, but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a mansion. Yeah, and uh, what happens to your money when you go to, <laughs> to life in prison? <laughs> he probably just sits there. <laughs> That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I hadn't really thought of that, but and who's paying the bills? <laughs> I'm well, sure they have if, an accountant. <laughs> I mean, if, if Aaron owns the property and he, his money is sitting in a bank somewhere, maybe in trust or something, then wouldn't that automatically continue to pay out for any upkeep of properties? Maybe. I don't know. Possibly. Yeah. Um, I, I am... I'm taking things that I've read here and sort of smushing them together and trying to sound intelligent. So. And also I would like to point out that it's only been three months, so the legal system does not move that quickly most of the time. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely not. So, last thing. Uh, Beaver shows his dad the pictures of Kendall cheating, and his dad is definitely not worried about that um, <laughs> because the uh, SEC shows up and Dick Sr. clears out of there fast. Yep. God, I just, I hate Beaver's face so much. Poor, I felt real bad for <laughs> Beaver. I was like, God, he tried to do something good and he just can't do anything he right. He can't do anything right. <laughs> Beaver has the most stupidest face. Like, not the actor, but the expression he puts on his face is, it's just annoying. And I can't believe he's up to any good. Thank you, That's Malika. My... I was just, I hate his face. Yes. <laughs> I hate his face. He's up to no good, I'm telling you. Like, he's playing this poor little rich boy. Either that or he's just boring. It's one of the two. He's really lame or he's up to something. Anyway. I think it's more likely that he's just really lame. Yes. That's what I'm scared of, Jimmy. I have a <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. We're ready for B-plot. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. So Deputy Sachs comes to pick up Veronica for questioning. Okay, that's his name. Yes, his name is not Porn Stash. <laughs> yes, Maybe it not is. to I, you. <laughs> I, I quote him. I quote him, and and like I couldn't remember his name, so I'm just like, "Yep, he's Deputy Porn Stash." <laughs> yes, and then Lamb questions Veronica after staring at her for a long time. Okay, that was this whole scene was a great exchange, mm-hmm. and and I I might get some some yelling at here, or maybe you'll agree with me, but during the scene, like I I can see sparks of possibility for shippiness between Veronica and Lamb. Ooh, Lamb Veronica. <laughs> I can see I can see that because it was when he was first introduced. I wondered if they were going to go that way, but I didn't. I didn't notice in the scene, but it just they have that like antagonistical thing that shows like to do. Right, they're going to get so mad at, at each other one day that they're going to kiss. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't think I want that train on my ship. <laughs> you don't want that ship on your train, Jimmy. Yeah, I was gonna say the train. No, you're right, Jimmy. It's it's uh... the, the train is on the ship. Yes, uh-huh. the train is on yeah. the ship. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that train's not on my ship. <laughs> but it's on somebody's. I don't think that anybody wants it. But like, but you know what? Like, the thing is, is that that would be similar to the dynamic that Logan and Veronica had too. So maybe they won't do it. Because, like, they were antagonistical and hated each other, blah, blah, blah. And then they really secretly loved each other, blah, blah, blah. And Liam is and actually also... Veronica's dad. Yes. Yes. Except we had a paternity test. Yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> but how, I... About, how about her um, brother? There's that, too. Who's, who's crinkling? What is that noise? I'm sorry, that's me. I don't know. That's me. Okay. Um... Quit it. <laughs> eating. Sorry. Eating. I'm not eating. I'm not eating. I'm I'm ra- unwrapping something in my barren Isn't apartment. It's a chocolate bar. Oh, it's a pillow. It's not I wish it was a chocolate bar. It's a pillow. She's like, I need something to put under my butt. I'm sitting on the floor. Oh my god, that's exactly what it is, Jim. <laughs> I have no furniture. And I'm like looking for something to sit on. Okay. Anyway, I'll I'll mute myself. <laughs> that's scary. My head eyes. <laughs> you. I know. Where are you with your like huge ass camera? <laughs> I can see you from Boston. Check your oh iPod, Belinda. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? Where's my iPod? <laughs> okay. Um. So Lamb shows Veronica a picture after she's being so um. Not sure which word I want to use. Um, antagonistic. I was gonna go with obstinate, but you know. yeah, that works. <laughs> and then Veronica actually does remember Curly Moran from the crash site. Yes, he was the candle dude. Mm-hmm. And that's that, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> on his, butt, no. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was, was kind like, of a, first, oh, yeah, and I was like, oh, no, okay. Mm-hmm. 
can I make a prediction regarding this, or is it like too soon for that? Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't think anything's going to come of it. That's my prediction. I think that this is like totally something that something that's going to like it's there to like throw us off of whatever the real trail is. Oh yeah, no, I don't think he. I don't. I, I don't think that he was the person responsible for the bus, bus crash either. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> it's a series. All right, so Veronica gets Curly's possessions from his place of work, and there is a picture of Curly with Aaron Eccles. And was, dun, that dun, sports, dun. was the sports dude Jackie's dad? I didn't get it. There the picture oh, before oh. that. I don't see. I don't think so. Don't, oh, okay. Because don't, don't care. But I'm not really sure. Sports, it was a well-known sports guy, and I thought that maybe the connection would be there for that, you know, Jackie story as well. Maybe I will have to go back and look at that, Jimmy, because if it is, I didn't take note of it. Yeah, I didn't get a. I didn't. I I can't remember what the dad looks like right away because uh-huh. I've seen him that one time. Yeah, <laughs> but. I, I was like, oh, maybe that's him. Interesting. Um, okay, so then we move on to the scene in Logan's house where Veronica sees the poster and realizes that David Curly Moran was a stuntman. And now Veronica thinks the bus crash was meant for her. Because the bus went know. off the cliff. Like, 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 the, like that was the... The uh, the stunt that he did was driving a truck off a cliff or something mm-hmm. like that, or a bridge or something. Yeah. Yep. Leading the I witness. Think... <laughs> <laughs> Leading the audience. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Nah, nah. All right. That's enough of B plot. <laughs> yeah, C plot. Very, very very short. Oh, B plot. No. It was a short B plot. Um, C plot. So we will start out with happy things. Um, Keith wants to take Alicia to Chicago. And she's not exactly thrilled. Yeah, not really. Yeah, this is this is a strange this was a strange episode for them and I got all kinds of strange I mean, like we'll talk about the the scene later with, you know, the guy. But like just even from the beginning, she just kept on asking him, like, is this what you really want? Is you want to really want? So I started thinking like maybe she doesn't want to be in the limelight because she has a hidden past or something and that's why she's all um she's all like, Are you sure you wanna be sheriff? you know? So I don't know. My thought. Veronica grills Keith about Alicia and Bling. <laughs> That's... Oh, yeah. I was like, what scene are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, but more importantly, Keith started divorce proceedings. Yes. Finally. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. And Veronica seems okay with it. Well, I would well, be yeah. too. I know, right? $50,000 from her. Because she's totally yeah, I mean, fine with it. That's all it took. Yeah. Yeah, and the college money before that, so. But I thought I thought that was that that was a, a, again a really great exchange between the two of them. Where there are always great exchanges between the two of them, um, <clears throat> but. Um, uh, and, you know, it was very sweet and it was nice that, you know, he was like, you know, I'm not going to do anything. Uh, you know, you'll be the first to know. I thought that was really sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And now on to less pleasant things. Jackie and Wallace are lunch buddies. Okay, really? my, my note for this scene is don't diss the pudding cup. Like, seriously, <laughs> I eat pudding cups. I am a 30-year-old woman. I will eat pudding cups. You cannot make me ashamed of the pudding cup. Don't shame Wallace for eating the pudding cup. That's where Veronica needs I think, to be a better I friend. I think it was it the fact the that his mom... Friend, it's the pudding cup. I think it's the fact that his mom packed it for him. Because he asked her to. He wanted the pudding cup. You know that. He just used that as a cover. Yay, pudding cups. <laughs> we are pro pudding cups. I've had <laughs> a pudding cup. I'm not going to lie to y'all. <laughs> Golf claps. <laughs> oh. All right. Um... Uh, my, my only note here is Colin Firth. Because we were talking about him last episode. I know! And and it's because of the fact that I am a huge Jane Austen fan. And she she dissed the book by calling it this pre-Victorian corset thing. And Empire Style didn't call for corsets. They didn't wear corsets then. The insult doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) And it makes me sad. Which means she really didn't read it. Uh, They don't really talk about their underwear in the book. It's just for, for the <laughs> Well, Veronica tries to be a good friend and invites them to watch Pride and Prejudice with her and Donut. Yes, and and, and see, this is this is where my my issue is. Okay, I get that Colin Firth is amazing. Yes, Colin Firth is a wonderful thing, and and I I thank God that he is on this earth for me to look at. But this year was the year that the version with Matthew McFadden and Kara Knightley came out. So why didn't they rent that movie instead? Because Colin Firth. Well, I I get that. (laughs) But that way, if they they rented the Matthew McFadden one, it was two hours. Yes, a lot shorter. Instead of the six hours. And that way she would only be stuck with Jackie for one night instead of multiple evenings. Yeah, but I think they already had it, like, her and Duncan were already planning to do this, and so she was just asking them along. Yeah. And, you I... know, the new movie, the the only two-hour movie, probably only covers half of the book. Yes, and they're going to have a test well, on this book, so. <laughs> well, the, the, the reason that the one with Colin Firth is so long is just because of the fact that Andrew Davis added so much scenes of well it's so much from the girl's point of view we need to add some manliness to it so there's there's Darcy sword fighting and there's Darcy and Bingley riding horses and we're just going to add the men to this and <laughs> like that that is an almost direct quote from from the writer of that and so there was a lot of stuff in the miniseries that wasn't in the book I guess that makes it so that Wallace and Duncan will enjoy it more I have no intelligent commentary to ask uh, to I've, add to that. I've never read nor seen either of them. <laughs> I have, but it's been so long ago that intelligent wouldn't be the subject of my commentary. <laughs> yeah, I think I read Pride and Prejudice in high school. I've never seen the movies. I think I've seen one of them, but I really have no idea which one it was. It might have been the Kira Knightley one. Yeah, no, the the Kira Knightley one. I actually traveled to New York City and met up with other Jane Austen fans to see. So. Nice. Yep. Awesome. 
All right. Well, Veronica still doesn't like Jackie after they watch Pride and Prejudice. My nope. uh, my other comment on this scene is Jackie likes to talk about Jackie. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I don't like Jackie any better than any of you do. However, <laughs> she she's really, better than Duncan. She really hasn't done anything directly to Veronica to incite this kind of loathing. No, I, yes, I completely okay, agree. Wait. Yes, she but... was rude to her at work, but maybe she was having a bad day. I mean, from Veronica's perspective, she she could look at it as Jackie was having a bad day. And some people just are full of themselves. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, this is where I pull that, you know, age-old car, the, the, the teenage girl. Because teenage girls, we've all seen mean... Well, I haven't... <laughs> I was going to say we've all seen mean girls, but I haven't. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> Y'all watch Mean Girls, it's so good. Yes, I know, but I feel it. like I feel like I know that movie backward and forward just because of everything I've heard. So anyway, point is, is that like, you know, you don't need to have real good reasons to be, you know, hating on someone who who does who. I mean, she's she's not. I mean, for this reason, like, people, for example, the way that Jackie's at acting, I will say that I would get seriously seriously annoyed just by the way that she's acting. And um, if I was a teenage girl, I might be really, like, vindictive and be like, my, my Wallace will not be dating this kind of girl. I yeah. can see myself doing that. I think that that's exactly what Veronica is doing. And I'm just saying that I'm not sure she has good reason at this point to hate I, Jackie. I, I think it's, it's probably too soon. Uh, I think Veronica should, and, and we, should probably give her the benefit of the doubt. For the time no. being. <laughs> <laughs> Not her. Other people, yes. Not this one, Jimmy. I'm going to continue to play devil's advocate throughout this episode. I can't promise I'll ever do it again. Um, <laughs> but uh, then we move to Keith and Alicia in Chicago, and they have that talk about him running for sheriff, and she wants to know if he's sure and like why he wants to do it. Uh, she's starting to irritate me. <gasps> so it's, I think it's the fact that it happened more than once in this episode where she kept on bringing, are you sure? Are you sure? Where I just, again, like I said before, I just think that, you know, she doesn't want him to, cause she doesn't want to be put in the limelight. It's like, she doesn't want somebody to find out about her past, blah, 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 whatever it may be. And well, yeah, she was irritating. She was irritating. Cause like she wasn't being supportive of our Keith. <laughs> And, and like, what it was? What was it? it? Was she a hooker? Is that what was going on? I mean, like, you know, it, it, I just, I just, <clears throat> I don't she like, I don't man. like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> she caused a bus full of children to go off a cliff. So I have a feeling that it has something to do with her ex-husband, or just something along those lines, where it's like, you know, like she doesn't want her, someone finding her. So, okay, we. What do we know about uh, about Wallace's dad? I feel like I don't know. We know Thank anything. You. Yes. Yeah, but yes. it could have been an associate of his. I don't know. What if he's not dead? Like, what if he's in like witness protection and she refused to go into witness protection or something? And then and he came actually... and, kid- and then he came and kidnapped the youngest son. 
Yeah, where's that <laughs> That's kid? That's what happened to Wallace Jr. <laughs> or, well, I mean, this, this is Chicago, so we could say that maybe he was doing some sort of mob thing, and he died because of that, and she saw it, and she testified, and she now is in witness protection. And they took her youngest son as a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he talked. It's yeah. Yeah. He talked. So no, the, yeah, they, the they, they took him out. They took him as hostage, like, you know, you open your mouth and your son gets it. Or they killed the first son and they say, you open your mouth again and your second one gets it. I don't know why they <laughs> sound was, like that. But. And there was never a funeral and nobody ever mentioned it. No. <laughs> never. Are, are these the mobsters or are these well, she the, couldn't uh, talk. the, the US, um, what are they? They're, are they the sheriffs? No. Um, the people who run the witness protection. The FBI. The FBI. No. But it's. It's not the FBI. It's um, is it the it's the U.S. It's like this really weird department. Like it sounds like old west, and you think U.S. Marshals. Oh, are they? Yes, the marshals. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, it's two words. No, <laughs> first word sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad we figured out what happened to the younger version of Wallace. Seriously, I so it, it, does he ever come back? I, I know that's the, 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 a spoiler. The, he... it, it, no, if, if, if the answer is no, he never comes back. It's not spoilery because then he just vanished from the canvas and he never comes back. So I guess you really can't answer. Yeah, she can't because if she tells us, <laughs> if she tells tell us you back that it's a spoiler <clears throat> because he comes back and. And, and he killed a man, and Veronica has to. <laughs> I, I guess I just think the answer is no. You know, like, he just got nonchalantly written out. <laughs> like like the, like the Cunningham brother on Happy Days. Well, yeah. Another brother, yeah. Like, I, I feel like, you know, they were like, oh, yeah, nobody's even going to remember that he existed. We'll just It, it would be awesome if he pulled, um, how the the name of the little sister from Boy Meets World. She was there in the first season, and then she came back in the fourth. And they were like, uh, Morgan, her name was Morgan. Like, Morgan, where have you been? She looks at her, she's like, I was in my room for a really long time. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like, all of a sudden, at the, at the last, at the last episode, this this kid shows up and he's like, "Yeah, I was just over there at Keith and Alicia's wedding." Then, <laughs> <laughs> with, with 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 the old version of backup. <laughs> nice. All right, so some guy is calling Alicia Sherry, and she hurries Keith onto the elevator. And I think that Keith should have been a little bit more suspicious because he's a private or you know I, whatever. I think he probably is a little more suspicious. Yeah, he's going to investigate this. Oh yeah. This isn't something, you know, he's a lot smarter than that. Though love is blinding, blah 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 blah, but <laughs> I think there's no way he's going to let that go. That's going to eat at him. Yeah, he'll. Do, I th- I do think that he'll discover, you know, whatever the secret is, um, faster than most people would probably. Okay, so Jackie shows up at Java the Hut with some random dude. Yep. She About does. Now. Right. 
<laughs> I don't think it's her brother. But then it's not really like her and Wallace are dating. Thank you. Dating. Yeah, I, I did feel this. Like, I did feel, this is where I felt Veronica was a little bit too much. Because I was like, you know, who knows what she did in L.A. Like, the, the whole bragging about herself, and that got me annoyed. But this, I was like, okay, Veronica, easy now, you know? Easy, easy mama bear. Yeah, because, I mean, they're in high school, and they're, um, people, like, just date, you know? And No, they don't. Not yeah, no, they do. don't, though. No, not as much as they do as when they get out of high school, because usually in high school, you know, um, they don't, they date one person. They don't just date around. Like, I don't feel like that's something that happens until you're in their 20s. I mean, I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's just... I, uh, yeah, I, around, I don't know, around here, kids were, like, group date. So, like, they'd group they'll... date, but they wouldn't group date multiple people, you know? Like, it was all very casual. Like, it's, it's casual, but they usually, because if you were seen with one person, since you all have the same friend group, it's really awkward to, like, you know, date multiple people, you know? I don't yeah, know. I, I don't think I know anybody in in my high school that... Well, you know, of the people that I knew, I mean, we all, you know, we had a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and it was always just, you know, you went from, from, you know, single to with a, you know, with somebody, and then you broke up with that person and you got with somebody else. You know, exactly. It was, it, you know, maybe there might be a little bit of overlap at, you know, at the end of one, but. <laughs> yeah, because I also feel it's like in high school, you did less dating since you were always in high school. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. so it was more like. It was more like you were going together. And so, I don't know, it was, it was more incestuous so that, you know, you'd have to break up with them before you could go out the other. But anyway, maybe they're different where she comes from. Well, and think about uh, Neptune in general. Like, everybody's cheating on somebody in the high school. You they know, learn like, young. <laughs> <laughs> you think about Lily, you know. <laughs> it's like... Well. Well, well. She had a secret. <laughs> <laughs> And well, but even Lily was going back and forth between Logan and and uh, and Weevil. We're leaving Aaron out of this because that because it's just icky. Because it's gross. <laughs> yeah, it is gross. But like she would go, you know, she would break up with Logan, and then she would be with Weevil, and then she would break up with Weevil, and then she would be with Logan. You know, like they weren't dating at the same time per se. Right? Could you could you imagine like if she was dating both of them at the same time in the same high school? That would just not be appropriate. Yeah, I, well, and I, I guess that, I guess that Jackie and Wallace aren't even really dating. Like they're hanging out. I feel like. Yeah, I I don't yeah. feel that they're dating yet. Yeah, yeah he's still I mean, trying to impress her. And if Jackie had wanted to keep this a secret, she wouldn't have brought that guy to like Veronica's workplace. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, she was acting as if nothing was a big deal. That's why I feel like wherever she comes from, like this is totally normal, and she doesn't see. She probably sees like it's probably going to be one of these these things in the next couple episodes where she was, she's like, well, Veronica, Wallace and I are just friends and we just like hanging out, you know, so-and-so is a real man and that was a real date. I don't know. I feel like we're going to get one of those. I don't date high school boys. I love your The last time I did was in eighth grade. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Like I said, I'm playing devil's advocate. It's really difficult. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so Wallace is planning for Pride and Prejudice Part 2. Veronica's less than thrilled. Poor Wallace. (laughs) 
But you know what? I do have to say that he's just being one of those boys who sees a pretty girl and is like, I don't care if she doesn't have, she has her personality sucks. She's a pretty girl. (laughs) Well, that's pretty much how it's been with like all the girls, hasn't it? I mean, Georgia. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I hope she's dead. (laughs) Maybe she was on the bus. As long as she's not broke, she's got to be dead. (laughs) my only note for this scene is there isn't actually a chase scene in the miniseries bitching or otherwise (laughs) (laughs) you're all over there analyzing the relationship i'm just like you're just like no and pride and prejudice that's wrong (laughs) i don't know who they were chasing no, no chasing. Obviously some misinformation there. <laughs> All right. And last thing is the mystery man from Chicago rips the Fennel page from the phone book. Uh, that and just makes me angry. <laughs> Why would you do who that? Rip, who rips stuff from phone books? And who has phone books? But who rips a page out of the phone book? The Terminator. And... Yes. And we know how that turned out. He wasn't even human. <laughs> but I'm like, so we're in the we're we're in the uh, era of cell phones with picture with cameras on them mm-hmm. and text messages. I'm like, why didn't he either just take a picture of it and text it to himself, or you know, Write text it, it to himself? Well, maybe he didn't have a pen. I'll give him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. Maybe he didn't have a pen, but you have a phone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think camera phones are as, as prevalent, but who, why not just take the entire, ugh, who's, who does that? Well, you it's, open it's... up your phone, you punch in the number, exactly. and then you save the contact. Yeah. Yes. But we know that she might be using the same last name. Is that what we're to gather? Because he knew to look her up? Did I miss something? He, he knew her name because of the hotel, because he asked the hotel person the front desk person who they were oh okay okay well there's that that's right yeah we kind of, we kind of glossed over that part we did i i missed that forgot it i i remember he was asking the guy but i don't i didn't remember that he was told well he he, he wasn't they didn't show him being told but when he flashed his badge no oh. and yeah. i got caught up in like the way that he, that he the pride and prejudice them. of it all. No, the way that he described them. He's like, there was a white man with a black woman, and I'm just like, yeah, is that a bad thing? Well, I and think... is that is that That's like uncommon in Chicago? Um, you know, I I will say, um, this is behind the scenes, but being a person who dates white guys, um, it still gets commented upon. Really? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I'm not, yeah. Like, I could see, like, around here, I think it probably would, because... Well, I don't mean that it gets commented on in a bad way. I just mean that it gets commented on because if you're describing two people... That you would say that, It's a biracial couple, you know, they'll say things like that, because it's it's enough that it stands out that you can help identify people Mm -hmm. with. Okay. It is time for quotes. I'll go first, please. Okay. I really <laughs> go with that. And your ass looks totally awesome, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, deputy porn stash. 
sheriff wants to ask you a few questions. Veronica, my answer was final. I will not go to prom with him. <laughs> and I'm going to have to do this because I know that Naomi won't. Just, what, what, Wallace, what, what are you looking at? Just tawdriness. What are you looking at now? The opposite of tawdriness. Wallace and his pudding cup. Um, I got uh, Veronica to lamb so are you going to tell me why I'm here or should I just sit back and enjoy your impression of a mildly constipated David Caruso (laughs) and I'm going to go with uh, Dick says dude I'm the one that's retiring and Mr. Pope says I'll alert the dog track (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Veronica, voiceover. Just remember, kids, crystal meth and precision driving don't mix. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Anything else? Anybody? Naomi? <laughs> no, I only no? have one. Okay, I oh, have oh, another oh, one. You usually come with at least five. I know. Really... I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'm running I... off on you, Naomi. I, I yeah, it's like the last episode one. was like that too, Naomi. I don't know. Naomi, you've, you've really got to step it up here. Yeah, you're slacking. I, I, I guess I've been trying to, to see Duncan's point of view too much, and I've become I've become boring like Duncan. So no. I just go back to your Duncan bashing, don't. hating Ooh. Duncan, and then I'll become interesting again. You caught the case caught a case of the cardboards? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> it's a terrible disease. She's becoming two-dimensional. Ha! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have uh, Veronica. I have something to confess. I love unicorns. What, Dad? Girls are crazy about unicorns. (laughs) (laughs) There were a lot of good quotes. I just didn't have time to write a whole bunch of them down this time. I was in a hurry. But Uh, uh, the the only other one I have is, Veronica, (laughs) child in the room, hands at your sides, please. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And this is not a quote, but I found it just... I don't know, comical, that uh, Dick was wearing a shirt that said, I have candy. (laughs) I also noticed that shirt. I was just, I was just trying to figure out exactly where he was going with that and why, who he thought he was going to attract. Like, why would he want little children following him? (laughs) Oh, Dick. So, yeah. All right. Wonderful. Yes. Next up is feedback. All right. So, Elizabeth says, <clears throat> I hate that I find Dick so amusing when he's such a... I guess I'll fill that in. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's such uh, a dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, how does Veronica never get caught taking pictures? She's not even holding up a branch in front of her face to pretend to be a weirdly placed plant. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to see. I want to see her in the bush, like on Dr. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, would, that would be great. Yeah, I like peeking oh. out. Uh, is Max's real mom the only decent 09er parent? Why did Kendall carry her iPod around her neck while she's doing business, both literally and figuratively? Seriously, Veronica is really smart to pull all that together. I still don't quite get it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that all that stuff... Uh, it was illegal. That's all I know. Uh-huh. Um, 
I like how the A-plots are more related to the main characters or main storyline so far this season. I don't remember if that continues. Uh, there's an official reason for karaoke now. No, there's not. <laughs> I, I, I had to read that there sentence. There is never an official like two more times after I read that out loud, I was like, "Did I read that wrong?" <laughs> if you could, if you could come comment, please. Um, what is the official reason? Let me know. Just because they sing it at Job of the Hut does not give us a reason because it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There's really um, a reason for karaoke. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Oh, no. Whenever we get a chance to meet up, I don't know when it's going to be. I will take you out to karaoke, and it will be awesome. Because I always have an awesome time at karaoke. And because you can you sing. To, you, and it's not even you have to sing. You have to know what songs to pick. And they pick the wrong songs. Okay. They pick well, the wrong songs. I'm going with you, Naomi, because I need to be convinced of karaoke. I mean, I can't sing, so usually I get anxious about it. But I know you have an awesome voice, and I'm willing to trust you. So that's our next date. Now, I, used, I used to karaoke all the time. I haven't done it in years, though. Anyways, you're moving along. <laughs> Colin Firth is in it. Sorry, head to quote. Um, <laughs> that was a great the, Wallace quote. Yeah. <laughs> uh, love the podcast. Thank you very much. Um, P.S. Veronica was kind of cranky this episode, but I'm kind of with her on Jackie so far. <laughs> oh, and does anyone else get irked when people tear pages out of phone books? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Have some respect, people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so we have feedback from Jen. Ugh, Jackie. I know I'm in my minority of viewers that I really don't like Wallace. What? And the fact that he tries so hard to impress Jackie makes me him even makes me like him even less. I I love Dick. Yeah, I said it. I just find him ridiculous, and I enjoy that. Okay, Jen. He was annoying in this episode. And, yeah, I love Dick, too. I mean, I, that's why I don't... I don't think he's, like, malicious. That's why I feel like the beeves all about the maliciousness and Dick is just stupid. <laughs> I just want more people saying those words in that order. I know. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm happy, too. I was, I was going to say something, but I've already, I, I've, I've already made enough innuendo for one episode, I think. <laughs> There's never enough innuendo, Jimmy. Come on. No. And, and I mean, I can, since there was the Pride and Prejudice, I could pull out all sorts of really fun Jane Austen innuendo. But, yeah, that, that would be a tangent, so. <laughs> and, like, no that. one would get it. There'd be, like, one right. person, like, oh, my God. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, when, when you just talking, start talking about the size of his estate, <laughs> He's very well endowed with forty thousand a year. <laughs> and I mean these these are practically lines from the book. Go go read Pride and Prejudice. It's a lot dirtier than you think it is. <laughs> um but we have Beth. I think this episode did a great job at balancing the long term story arc with the case of the week. Granted, the case of the week didn't feel so random since we knew those involved. In fact, from the moment our girl Veronica agreed to take the case, I spent the rest of the episode anxiously waiting for her to uncover Logan and Kendall. Oh, and I wanted to give Veronica a big hug at the end. Plus, I feel just as protective of Wallace as Veronica does. P.S. 
I miss Mac. Me too. Me too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Alright, Melanie says I just realized that Curly is actually credited as man with loud Hawaiian shirt. Best credit ever. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie is the most obnoxious and snobby character. At least with characters like Madison, you get what you see. I hate the characters who pretend to be one thing and are completely two-faced. I also hate that fake, that sweet fake voice she does when she talks. It's so obnoxious. Grrr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray says, what was with the Love Hurts karaoke guy? <laughs> I thought his high-pitched singing was totally annoying, but the song fit the theme of the episode. I'm also glad they didn't drag out <laughs> the reveal of Kendall and Logan sleeping together. They could have strung that one out for a while. I feel like everyone ended up in a worse place after this episode than they were before it. Beaver found out about his dad's scam and that Logan was sleeping with Kendall. Veronica found out Logan was sleeping with Kendall, and now that the bus crash could have been meant for her. Logan lost his hot chick booty call and has been caught. Wallace thinks he is getting somewhere with Jackie, but she is playing him. Alicia seems to be hiding someone from her past from Keith, and the teacher who seems to be a likable guy has lost all of his money and can't retire. It was just an overall tough episode for everyone. It's an entertaining episode, and the mystery was fairly interesting, especially knowing that it would lead to everyone finding out about Logan and Kendall, but overall, it's a pretty depressing one. <laughs> yeah. Well, until you pointed that out, I hadn't really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once you strung all those words together like that, it really made me feel bad about the episode. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, wow, well, that's sad and depressing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... I completely forgot this segment last time, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Hopefully, since we didn't get too much information on it, you guys will uh, maybe still have your same theories. So, who crashed the bus? So, I have not changed my theory. Okay, good, because I know because you were excited about it. I, I was very excited about my theory last week, and when I realized that I didn't say it afterwards, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. You know what I did is I hadn't, I hadn't, like, written up it, because I have a paper that I look at to see what segment we're going to, Yeah. and I hadn't changed it from Who Killed Lily Kane, and so I just completely skipped it. So, <laughs> I now have a new paper. Um, so... There, so the PCHer that died, that was stabbed. <clears throat> so there was a there. There's the PCHer that got stabbed, that you know Logan went to trial for. There was a PCHer on the bus. Uh, my theory is that Chardo is back, and he is really pissed, <laughs> and he's, he's trying to take out. One by one. He's trying to take out the PCHers one at a time. Nice. Ooh. Oh my god, Jimmy. I like this. You know I what? Like I think <laughs> that's hilarious. I think that um it's because you did that thing with uh you watched the um Paris Hilton one again, didn't you? <laughs> 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 I I can see where this is coming from. <laughs> You're trying to find meaning. <laughs> well, I uh there's it, and there was also, there was something that was said in, I can't remember which episode, it wasn't last episode, I don't think, <clears throat> I think it was the first episode where, I, and I can't remember who even said it to him, but uh, somebody said something to Weevil about, are you sure you're still in charge of the PCHers? And I can't remember who said it to him. Veronica said <laughs> it. Oh yeah, it was Veronica. 
at the gas and, station. Yeah. When the bus so, is taking off. Yes, exactly. So there's that. That also made me believe that somebody's ultimately coming after Weevil, but I think that that you know they're taking out. It was that person wasn't coming after Veronica. They were going after the PCHer that was on the bus. They're trying to get all the best PCHers out of the way first, so that they have a straight shot at Weevil. Huh. I so it. I that just made me think of something. So I think that maybe they were trying to get rid of the riffraff, but it was somebody. I don't know, like somebody. Like maybe it was a, what's her father's name? Like the stupid, the the good man guy, the Woody guy. Maybe he's trying to do it so he can get rid of. I don't know. Oh, I forget who's, who was. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who was on the bus, but maybe he's trying to get rid of the riffraff in Neptune by trying to kill PCHers. I don't know. That I'm just gonna go with that. That's 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 my deal. Okay. I think Beeve did it. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to stick with Beeve unless it's proven obviously wrong at some point. So expect that every week, Beeve. <laughs> and you know what? You know what, Yvette? I will definitely intersect with you on several weeks with that because he's up to something. He or has I just to want be. to believe it. Yeah. Sneaky face. <laughs> so, I mean, the. The way that the episode is pointing us to the fact that Aaron Eccles is trying to, um, from prison, like, work out to get to, to, to get revenge on Veronica and kill her. And that's, and he created this link of, of people that he knows to uh, mastermind this bus crash. Which, if the episode didn't slam it over our heads, could be a really cool theory. I mean, that sounds like something that we would come up with. Yep. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I don't, what doesn't like, sound like something we could come up with? Can, can I go back to the idea that Duncan went off his meds and went crazy on the bus and, like, took out the brakes? Does that yes. still hold up? Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, and it's funny. It's funny because on my, my theory from um, season two, episode one, my theory was that Aaron had the bus rigged to kill Veronica for putting him in jail. Then this happened, and I was like, oh no, now I definitely don't think it's that. Be <laughs> because this is episode three. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, much is. So, yeah, so last season, my default was um, the idea of that it was suicide. This season, my default is, low, uh, is Duncan went off his meds. Anything. That, that's anything bad that happens. Duncan went off his meds. Okay. There we go. All right. Ratings. Um, I'm, I'm having a little bit of a hard time uh, getting into this season. I think it's because there was no, there was no rest in between season one and season two. You know, like, you know, you guys had the summer, you know, to like, you know, cool off and get over the Lily Kane case. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm having a, a hard time really getting into the season. Would um, you like to take a break? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. definitely not. But you know, like I, I'm, I'm just no. I definitely don't want to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I, I, I miss, I miss the Lily Kane case. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's, it's hard for me. Um, and I didn't really particularly care for this uh, this whole episode, really. I mean, it had some good points, and we got Logan in a towel, and we got another Logan <laughs> sex scene, and, and, you know, I definitely give points for that. Um, 
but uh, all in all, I, I really I, I was mostly annoyed uh, with a lot of this episode. So I'm going to go with um, four out of ten sunshine colonics. <laughs> well, her ass does look good. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm with you, Jimmy, on on a lot of the stuff. Um, and like this week, the I mean the, the the case of the week was sort of like meh, but I have a feeling that there was a lot of stuff that was set up that was sort of for the overarching because we have the bus crash, and then we have the drama with Jackie. And then we have all the stuff with Big Dick, and we have the Alicia mystery. And so it's like this, I'm, I'm not even looking back on it. It's like, I can tell that this is going to be sort of a pivotal setup episode. I can um, that. Yeah. So just just for the idea that it, it's trying to, to, to set up so much stuff, and that coming back to it, it will probably be much better. Um, I am going to give it six... Logan's in a towel. Nice. We all get a Logan in a towel. <laughs> you get a Logan get... in a towel. You get a Logan in a towel. Can I have two of them? Since there's six of them? Yeah, there's, there's leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're Dibs. supposed to have a guest. So. We can pass around the extras. <laughs> yeah, well, Melanie's getting married, so she can't have a Logan in a towel. I wow. can have a Logan in a towel. Oh, I <laughs> What you had to do with the Logan in a towel. He could, you know, be a handy extra weight staff when you have parties or something. There's only one <laughs> there's a, a well, no. rack. I was gonna say there's only one thing we would wanna do with the Logan in a towel, but then I was like, no, there's many things we'd want to do with the Logan in a towel. <laughs> Millions of things. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So well, I, I... I historical reenacting. I'm going to tangent for a second. Like, I'm sorry. Um, I did historical reenacting with the Society for Creative Anachronism, and the oh the gosh. highlight <laughs> the highlight of the year is something called Pensick War, and this happens at the end of July, the beginning of August, for two and a half weeks. This tiny little teeny tiny town in Pennsylvania becomes a massive city of 10,000 people all dressed from Vikings up to Elizabethan. But the party to get into at Penzik, and I have never, I've never been to Penzik, so I keep hearing stories about it, but the party to get into is the Men Without Pants party. And <laughs> the idea of, of men in towels is a very, very much a reoccurring theme at these parties. And it's not anything, it's not anything sexual. But it's like, yes, this is this is what we wear for the party. It's a towel. Sure, why not? And I'm just like, there are lots of things that you could do with Logan in a towel. <laughs> you, you have it one of the most. The in- I know. <laughs> you have one of the most interesting <laughs> lives I have ever heard. That's what I was just thinking. I was like, oh my god, what is this woman not involved in? And like, and oh my gosh, I thought I had an interesting life, but no, I don't. I really don't. See, but this is what happens when you don't date. You do all this other stuff. <laughs> you're talking about your public school educations and your dating experience and I'm sitting there twiddling my thumbs and listening to people tell me <laughs> stories about the men without pants party. There we go. I don't know if dating's all that. Like, maybe... 
<laughs> we should go oh and join gosh. Naomi and I know I'm like well maybe I'm at that point where it's just like I've been living I've been living a lie I really have I think we all have we, we all have to go live with Naomi for the next year uh -huh. <laughs> oh my gosh although yes. although I haven't been dating and I haven't had those experiences so I don't know there, there are SCA groups in your area Oh my gosh. <laughs> I had no idea. All right, let's see. Uh, Malika? Okay, so um, I uh, I agree with everything. I mean, it was just a meh episode. There were a lot of things I didn't like, like Jackie and blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to give it 5 out of 10 dick to beef squares. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that you had to think about that one. <laughs> it did. I had to think about it, but it was good. I like it. All right, I um, I agree. I'm really not invested in this whole bus thing at all. Like, I'd rather find out who killed the PCH bike gang member. Uh, and I'm I don't know how I feel about this whole Alicia having a secret life thing. Whatever the karaoke. So. I'm going to go with 5 out of 10 pre-engagement pendants. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I like this one. Um, I really, really like the A-plot on this one. Like, this is, this is one that I really remember, and, um, and I enjoy it. Uh, it's Logan in a towel. <laughs> even if I don't understand half of it, I still enjoy it. Um, Jackie brings it down, even though I tried to defend her a little bit during this. Um, the, the whole thing with Keith and Alicia, yes, obviously, it's just totally set up. And I don't know how invested you're supposed to be yet in the bus crash. Because the only person that you know that was on the bus is Meg. So, this is a slower build uh mystery so just you know it's it's coming yeah i mean i'm sure meg's gonna wake up soon and then it's gonna probably get interesting because we're gonna get her point of view yeah with her new face oh my god let's let's hope that she goes into labor but yeah i i don't i mean i think that Meg waking up in and of itself isn't too exciting, but yeah, her, whatever she has to say is probably more interesting than what's going yeah, on I mean, right now. She's, she's the only person who knows what happened on the bus. So yeah, so that's why that's another reason why I feel like um, our our speculation about the bus is hasn't been really like we haven't gotten much. Like I just feel like I'm just like throwing stupid things at the wall and just being <laughs> like, this is what it is because I have no like nothing to go off of. Well, isn't so. that basically how you predicted yeah, the Aaron Eccles? It is. We had, we had a myth and a Siegfried to like, you know, haunt our dreams. So there was that. So that's true. You know, for all I know that we're, we're all right. We've already guessed it. We can go home now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my rating is uh, seven out of 10 mystery men. And let's have our contact information. Okay, so um, you can find us at quadruplez.com, 
email us at investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us an MP3 voicemail um, at that address. You can tweet at us at, at investigatemars. Join our Facebook group, um, facebook.com slash group slash investigatingmars. Our spoiler group at facebook.com slash group slash spoilers of Mars. And we'd appreciate an iTunes review. And thank you for those who have. Yes. All right. So next time, the episode is called Green-Eyed Monster. What's it about? Jealousy of some sort. That's what the green-eyed monster is, right? Yeah. Swamp thing. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was like, like Supernatural comes to Neptune. (laughs) <laughs> the blob comes to Neptune. <laughs> the oh, cardboard no. blob? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what was uh, Mike Wazowski? That's it's about Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it seems so on the nose with that title that it has to be about somebody being jealous. Yeah. And probably several somebody's being jealous. And. Uh, th- th- I, seems, not... th- it seems to be a theme this season. Yeah, yeah maybe it's about. Um, let's just say, like, maybe it's, it has something to do with um, Wallace's mom. Mm. But let's say that it's Wallace's little brother is tired of being ignored. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's jealous, <laughs> and, and he kills. He kills Jackie because he's he's jealous. Be you know, that's just wishful thinking. Never mind. <laughs> Well, uh, hopefully we find out where um, Mr. D- uh, Mr. Dick and Beave went, and um, like, did Mrs. Dick and Beave go with her with them? Like, are they now orphans? Do they live in their own house by themselves now too? This oh, is like turning into I don't know nine hundred two one zero or something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the only they're, they're sheriff left no in Neptune. <laughs> of course, that would leave the um, door open for Logan. To become like, <laughs> to become the Beeves' stepfather. Oh, no. <laughs> step stepfather, whatever, whatever you yeah. call that person. <laughs> oh, okay. Until next time, we will find out what happens in that episode. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.